I mean, at this point, I don't know whether I have to make a public statement or what I have to do, but I feel like I should at least go on some kind of a record. And if they call, I swear I'm going to answer this this phone call. Um, I want to be official with this. Yeah. I feel like it sounds I like you're covering up for something now. I am not the person calling you claiming you won a free stay at the Marriott Hotel and then trying to get your credit card number. No matter how many times you think that I am, I'm not that person. And by the way, it was three times. Hello, everyone. Wow. I'll explain it. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to give a big, gracious thank you to everyone who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com oh and clicks on those links on our page. we got oh. the Amazon link. Greg, I just clicked on the Amazon link today by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Clicked on that. And uh, just in case anyone who knows my dad knows, um, listens to the show, I bought him Your a dad present. doesn't listen to the show. No, I know, but I, th- I think people he knows. I don't know. There might be the people. lots of people listen to the show that I don't realize that they do. That's true. So I'm going to say, so I bought my, my dad something on Amazon today that I'm really excited about. What'd you buy him? I'm not going to say. Oh, because you think he's going to listen and say No, I'm not going to. I just don't want to put it out there. I'm just saying I'm very excited about Why my purchase. Why are you purchase, so secretive about it, though? Because I'm I'm proud of this gift. I don't know, but, which means he's probably not going to like it because it's usually the ones that I am like the most excited to yeah. give him that he's like, oh, that's great. <laughs> like my dad and his drone. <laughs> yes, you were so excited about that. Yeah, exactly. Like this one, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to love it and he's going to use it forever. And he's just going to, there's so many things, that he, like places he could use it. And he's just going to be like, oh, thanks. And like be more interested in playing with the box than yeah. he will be with the thing. Well, nonetheless, you went to funappointmentradio.com and clicked on the Amazon link. Sure just did. like all those fine links at our website, we do say thank you to everybody who can do that. All right. I need to explain what I'm what I'm talking about because I am not going to lie. I was actually... What? Why are you pointing... Because I could hear it. It is not coming through in the microphone. I could tell... That was what the echo was. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Well, I mean, I could be crazy. But Sarah I've heard believes an echo. the monitors in the room were on and like tiny, 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 tiny amount. Are you going to tell me that you didn't have to turn it down a little bit? I wouldn't have mattered because there's no volume that comes out of that. Oh level. my God, that is such a lie. It's a speaker. That's what speakers do is they project volume. I could hear an echo this entire time and I t- kept telling Greg I'm hearing an echo. Anyway. You know what I don't hear anymore now that you turned down the volume? An echo. Echoes in your head. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. <laughs> Uh, here's back to what You're I was such saying. A turd. I'm I've been a little frustrated today and yesterday over some things going on, and I need to really talk about this. So. If you're a long-time listener of this show, you know that I enjoy messing with spammers. It is one of my favorite things in the world to do. I don't get to do it as much anymore. We put out our album, Romancing the Spammer. Actually, we're that's going to be re-released. Yes. Soon because, yeah, we, we took it down, and now it's getting re-released. So Romancing the Spammer will be coming out soon. A re-release of that, of our of the definitive Fun Employment Radio album, uh, where we kept track of the letters, uh, the the emails back and forth that I did with this woman. Anita Kipkalia. Anita Kipkalia. Yeah, mm-hmm. woman in quotation marks. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I played a person named Chester Huntington III. These were real emails that went back and forth, where I would just take spams and then I would send the, you know, send the so many fish spams. hook back mm-hmm. and then wait for to get somebody on the hook. And I got this spammer on the hook for like... 30 not quite that many. Like it was like 20-some. 20 20. Yeah, 20-something. 20 yeah. 20-some <laughs> letters back and forth. 
<laughs> and it was, I loved every second of doing that. And I tried to recreate that before, but it's really hard to keep anybody on the hook long enough. I think we're going to have to do like maybe an, maybe an anthology of like shorter ones. Okay. We try to do. You feel like you're missing it. I'm, I'm really missing it. Okay. I miss my messing with memory stuff. And then, well, every time... Not every time, but every now and then we'll have some phone calls that come in, which are clearly spammers, and I'll answer them live here on the show. Some of them make it to the episode, some of them don't. I feel like maybe one of these spammers has figured something out about me. And maybe I'm wrong about that. Perhaps I'm taking this too personally, and this happens to everybody. I, but it sucks. So yesterday, I started getting, and I don't answer phone calls if I don't know the number. I especially don't answer if I don't know the number. And a lot of times I'm doing something where I can't answer the phone, even if I do know the number. But yesterday I noticed during the, because I did the morning show for Digital Trends and I got done and I was like, why do I have three missed calls? And they're all from like every 30 minutes and I, they're all numbers I don't know. I'm like, this is really weird. And I was like, okay, well, uh, maybe somebody's trying to get a hold of me. Maybe there's something important. I don't know. And so I just kind of ignored it. And I sat down, and then I got about two or three more. So this was yesterday morning. I think it was like, it was five. It was five phone calls yesterday morning. And I didn't wow, answer any lot. of them. It's a lot. Until finally I'm like, okay, this sucks. This has got to be a spammer that's trying to call me. And somebody's trying to, you know, somebody's, somebody's spamming me. And so what I did is I was like, you know what? I'm going to call one of these back. And I'm going to see what's going on because if it's somebody that's really trying to get a hold of me. And they're all different numbers. They're all different numbers, but just slightly. It would mm-hmm. be like 503 blah, 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 like 9147. Nine, Craig, five, don't oh, say three, my phone number. 9177. <laughs> <laughs> yes, blah, blah, blah is your phone number. Yes. So, so it's like, okay, well, maybe it's coming from the same place. Maybe there is something real. And so I called one of them back. And the answer that I got was, this is a non-working number at Providence Health Center in Milwaukee, Oregon. So at that point, then I'm like, okay, well, that's a little unnerving. Well, yeah, that's super unnerving. But, yeah, and in, in Milwaukee, hospital? in yeah. Oregon, they were all 503 numbers because they're here in, yeah, which is which is Portland. That's one of our area codes. And, and so I was like, okay, well, that's actually, that's a little bit, it, it kind of switched my gears a little bit because I'm just like, oh, is somebody in the hospital and they're trying to get a hold of me and this is why I've been missing these phone calls and they're just, when they call from the hospital, there's just different numbers that it shows up as? Oh, no. Like, it made me really nervous. Yeah, of course. So, I was like, okay, well, I'll call back one of the other ones. And it answered and there was a woman that answered and she started talking and I w- I thought I was talking to, I thought it was an answer machine. It was, that you were talking hello, to a, a lady robot. Let me explain. Yeah. And, and I want to explain it because it was really strange. And then I felt really bad. So this, what, this answering machine was this woman saying, uh, hello, you've, uh, how did it go? Like, hello, thank you for calling back. We will attempt to leave a message for you now. Oh, I'm sorry. The person is not there. We cannot leave a message. Uh, would you like to? Or yeah, wh- the person is not answering. Would you like to leave a message? And it was just weird. It was like this weird. That's very confusing. It's very confusing. Yeah. And, and and that's not verbatim what she said, but it was it was that kind of confusing thing where I'm just like, what the hell? You want me to leave a message? You want me to talk to somebody? Like, yeah. What am I? What am what I? What is this? Yeah. And so I just assumed it was an answering machine. And so I thought it was saying, would you like to leave a message? So where it was like a you know a robot thing. Mm. And so so I was, oh no. I was just like, who the hell is this? And I was merely just talking to myself. And then the, the person replies, like, 
Well, this is actually the answering uh, answering service that you called. Uh, I am. This is the translation service for the deaf. Oh, I'm like, oh, I instantly. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean. Oh, it. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I thought you were a machine. Like I've got a spam call from this. I didn't know. And she's like, oh no, it's it's okay. Um, yeah, she's like, that happens all the time. I'm like, I'm so, I am so sorry. Oh, like over-apologizing then? Well, yeah, because I just yelled at a woman whose job it is to interpret things for deaf people for phone calls. So then they, she types out the message back and There's forth. There's a special kind of hell for you, Greg. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did not feel good about myself yelling, but I really didn't know. I really didn't know. I, she sounded like an answer machine, and so <laughs> she sounded like an answering machine. Is that a con- that could be a compliment? I told her that because I didn't even know what to say. I'm just like, uh, sorry. Um, so, but she she said she's like, no, it happens all the time. Um, don't. I was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, you don't have anything to worry about. Don't worry about it. Have a good day. So thankfully, <laughs> otherwise that would have weighed on my conscience. Uh, so so I hang with that. I'm like, fine. This is really strange, and that's when I started thinking. Maybe there's something different here that's going on. These aren't spammers that are calling me. These are these are people calling the number that called them. <laughs> and the, I started thinking about this throughout the day. I'm like, why are there so many calls? Because when I call these back, they're not. And I did only call those two. And then the other one, I, I called one other one, and it was just an out-of-service number. Or no, what was it? I don't know. It's so weird. Okay, just take a breath. I'm sorry. I'm so frustrated about it. So later on the day, I get another phone call, and I'm able to answer this one. I'm like, I'm not in the meeting. I'm I walk around. I'm like, I am answering this. And I'm like, hello? And it's this guy on the other end. And he goes, yeah, are you the person that just called me about the Marriott offer? And I was like, uh, no. I, no, I did not call you about a Marriott offer. My, my name's Greg. I'm not Marriott. And this guy's just like... Yeah, okay. And hung up. I'm like, well, fuck you, number one. <laughs> like, oh, you called me. God. Did you call him back? No. Oh, my God. Not then. <sighs> you are so predictable. Are you Like, when you feel like you're the least bit slighted, all of a sudden you go, like, like nuclear. Well, I told him I'm not Marriott. What kind of a spammer is going to, A, answer the phone, and B, be like, no, I'm not the Marriott person that you just called. My name is Greg. My name is Greg. About the Marriott person. Like, I mean, it's clearly I'm not the Marriott person. I don't know what else I need to say. I guess that's why I said I needed to make the public statement at the beginning. All right, so then. So 20 minutes goes by, and I was walking, whatever, I didn't see my phone ring. I looked down, I've got a message. I'm like, okay, what is this? And I play the message. It's the same guy that just called me, the and he's. Nerve. The. The I should play. Nerve. I could play the message for you if I can find it. It's just well, maybe I shouldn't. It's him going off on my answering machine. He's like, "This is ridiculous. I want you to know that I've called the Better Business Bureau on you. I have registered your phone number. I'm alerting people, and I may even talk to the FBI about this because you have been harassing me with these Marriott calls, and I don't want them. I might talk to the FBI about this. Yes." So you reached a crazy person. Yes. Oh. I didn't reach a crazy person. Um, but it's your phone number. So a crazy person like you reached thinks crazy I've person. been calling them with a f- friggin' Marriott How thing. did they, then, why is it coming from your phone number? Because they're masking it with my phone number. How do you do that? I don't know how the spammers do it. 
Wait, so it looks like it's coming from your phone number, but yes. they're calling from a different number? Yes. So nobody like has it's like stealing your phone in the middle of the No, night. they're masking it with what they're sending out. Which is why you get whenever you're getting those spam calls, you know, it'll be like 503 numbers. They're not from the neighbor. They're this, not from here. When we had that woman who called like a month ago. Yes. When she called and she said that she had just missed a call from this number. Yes. And she was asking like if you were looking for her ex-boyfriend or something. Because they're well, either that or she she might have just had the wrong number. But no, she read it back. I think, but but before you brought her on the air, I thought she said mm, your number. Oh, maybe she did. I don't know. Maybe she did. But yeah, that's that's what's happening. Is they're masking the phone number. So oh, my yeah. number has now been put into their docket of numbers to use. My actual phone. So number. does that mean you're going to be flagged as spam or something? This guy reported me as spam. This guy reported my number to the Better Business Bureau. This guy reported my number barely yet, maybe to the FBI. Oh, like I'm no. sure the FBI is going to be all over it. So <laughs> that, that part, though, I was so frustrated at that point during the day because oh. I'd been getting these calls all day. And then I was realizing what's going on. I'm like, this sucks. You're like They're using my number for spam. Please don't say you called But on top of that, I already told him. this guy oh, I wasn't no, the Marriott. And he calls back and leaves me this shitty voicemail. Like 20 minutes after I talked to him. So you just let it you let it go, and you're just like, okay, well, that was a misunderstanding. And I calmly went on my way and went home. And you home just lived the just... rest of your life. You have way too much going on to you know, be going back and forth with somebody to prove that you're not a spammer. Perhaps in one universe, that's what I did. What happened in this universe? I called him back. Oh, God. <laughs> I called him back, and I was like, hey, this is Greg. You just left me so a message. So now you're like calling him. You're actually calling him. Now I him. actually called him. Now you're calling him as much as the spam people are. You've called him back twice now. You are spamming I'm him. I'm looking here in our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash support for the supporters club. If you remember the supporters club, uh, Mr. Jenky just said, technically, now he's harassing you. Exactly. Don't encourage him, Jenky. That's exactly what I told him. So... I called him back and I'm like, hey, yeah, this is Greg. I'm the guy that you just called. Um, we talked about 20 minutes ago. Now you just left me a voicemail. A shitty voicemail. Yelling at me. And he's like, That's oh, not yeah. That's very cool. Okay. Yeah, you're that guy. I'm like, yeah, buddy, I am not the Marriott and I'm not spamming you. I don't think the Marriott is either, by the way. But I'm just like, I'm like, I'm not spamming you. I told you. What's happening here is it looks like there maybe my phone number is popping up on there, but I already talked to you and told you it's not me. Yeah. And instead, what you've done is you just called and started harassing me and left me this voicemail. Like, how do you think I feel about that? He's like, oh, well, okay, fine. But I mean, I'm just tired of these calls. I'm like, yeah, I get it. And I'm tired of you calling me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Spammers suck. And that's what I told him. Like, spams, spammers suck. They do. But you, right now, you're doing it to me. Like, I'm a victim here, too, if you want to look at it that way. And what you're doing is just shitting on me. And so I was so mad about it. Because this guy just, it took him so long to get it that I'm not the Marriott. So how did it end? Did you guys, like, it ended well, you with didn't have to exchange phone numbers because you both have each other's no, phone numbers. No, it ended with him going... All right, well, I'm just going to let the Better Business Bureau handle this. I've turned it in. I've turned in the number. If it's not you, Greg, okay. Greg, a weird face right now. But I'll let them handle it. Oh, my God. So, 
bottom line is this dude did report my number, which is, you know, I get it. If you're getting harassing phone calls, I totally understand. But the you don't call the person twice. That's weird. And leave a shitty message for No, them. that's not a nice thing to do. That's the part that really got me going. And I'm worked up about it. You are worked up about I'm it. I'm worked up about it. Like you picked up a pen, you almost knocked over your coffee. Oh, I did. You're a little, you're a little flaily I'm over there. a little there. frustrated with it. So that's where we're at right now. So do you I've know had what two you phone calls today. To get your phone number. I have no idea off of that list. I don't know who it is that has it. And by the way, I, yeah, I really don't think it's the Marriott that has <laughs> that's making the spam calls. I kind of guess they. I'm gonna guess they don't need to do that. Uh, but <sighs> that's where we're at. I'm looking up to see. And I've I'm been waiting your to phone see number if, to see if you are. Um, am I listed? If you're listed as a spammer. Am I listed? I don't know if it would happen that fast, but I don't know what the consequences are. Like if, if they are using my number a ton and these are just people that have actually called it back and this is, you know, I don't know what we're at now, eight, nine of them. You figure out of how many people actually call a spammer back. That means my number has probably been used a lot. Oh no. It's probably a pretty high percentage that they've been putting my number out. And um, <laughs> I agree with some people in the chat. I highly disagree with others' comments. Uh I don't know whether I'm going to be I mean what happens when your number gets reported as a spam number? Do they I investigate don't know. it? I don't know. Or do they just go like, "Oh, okay, we got enough reports. Well, let's just go ahead and block this phone number from ever being able to do anything." All right, let's see. Um, Try calling me right now. See if it rings. Am I blocked? Am I on some kind of a blacklist? Am I like going to be like I'm going to go to the airport when I'm going to try to fly? I talked to you like, yesterday. Oh no, I'm sorry. Your number is uh, not going to be allowed on this. Oh man. You know what? Actually, I did try to call you yesterday and went right to voicemail. Oh wait, no, it's working. Oh, block. Okay. You didn't pick up on that. All right. Yeah, I know I'm not listening. Uh. Okay. Well, that's where we're at right now. We'll have to figure out... Your phone's on the cord again. No, no, that's it's, that's the headphone. It's not coming through on that. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Okay, great. Okay. We're, we're okay. So... Do you realize you're a little stressed? I'm not really doing anything wrong over I there. know that the the minor, minor, minor electric noise you heard is because the phone was on this on the headphone cord, and so it transfers through on there. It doesn't come through on the recording. That's not... That's separate. Anyway, I don't know if I'm going to be blocked or what's going to happen to me. Yeah. That's where we're at. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that, Greg. Thank you. Well, hopefully maybe you'll make a new friend with the people that are calling you back. I will not make a new friend with that guy. No, no, that guy doesn't seem very I feel like putting his number on the list. Oh, boy. That would be abusing the list. I'm not going to abuse the power of the list. But if I swear, if he calls me one more time, though. Oh, if he calls you one more time, then yeah, you can abuse the power of the list. Then I can? Is that when I can do it? Yes. If okay. he calls you again. If he calls me, yeah. So as, if, if I talk to him for a, third, for a fourth time. Yeah, if you've described this many times that it's not you and he calls again and he's messing with you and <clears throat> threatens to stick the FBI on you. Yeah. Yes. FBI. FBI. <laughs> I don't even know how to transition out of that because I was going to talk about my Keelan says, says uh, lame night. transgressions. Vicky says don't sweat the small stuff, Greg. Um, Ever says if it's a work number... Well, I kind of use my number for everything. It's the same number for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mike says, hopefully he won't reverse look up your phone and pay you a visit. 
Okay. All right. Well, I don't think we're going to solve anything by you just sitting there. and. Yeah. No, I was just taking a look at there in the chat. Well, yeah. all right. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about your night, though. Well, I mean, I don't really know how to top that at this point. I just wanted to... It was just hilarious. That's all. It was my first holiday party of the season. No, we talked about your holiday parties yesterday. I want to yes. hear... I want to hear what, what went on. Um, so it was. So how many affairs did you see? I, I didn't see any. <laughs> there were some, I think, because um, I think this is like the first stop of a, of a couple stops. Because I think there were a lot of people that were going to get a nightcap afterward. Oh, those are always the interesting ones. Okay. Yes, exactly. Let's go get a nightcap. Um, my favorite part. No, no, no. What is happening with my computer? Oh, what's happened? Because we talked about the spammers. So are they going after you now? Everything just is, is shutting down. It's closing. Do you, do you, it, what did you when's do, When's the last Greg? time you updated your computer? What did you, you, ran you do, the, Greg? Did you run the updates, Sarah? What, like when you get the new computer? No, the updates that constantly happen when you have a computer. What? Don't talk crazy. Don't talk you crazy. You didn't update. You didn't let it update, did you? Is it now like forcing my hand? It might be. I. You know, it's so weird that you don't run the updates on computers. It's annoying. But it's you realize the updates are for your benefit, like ninety percent. Okay, of the time. I don't need you to like computer explain me. All right, I'm not computer explaining you. I'm just saying, um, you know, you could have. They always spammers. remind me at like the most inopportune times when I'm like working you, on something. It's like, no, you you have seven thousand updates that you need to be. So I'm like, well, I'm working on something right now. <sighs> this is how the spammers win. Anyway, what I In did my learn war against the spammers, you're. Letting down a guard, you're letting your guard down. All right, we're moving away from the spammers. I know you're still working through that, but <laughs> what I'm saying is from the holiday party that I worked last night. Yes. Karaoke machines are always an excellent idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, a karaoke machine? There was, it was an impromptu like karaoke party, which I didn't realize. So, this was for this um, really high end marketing firm. Okay. In town. So, um, yeah, I don't even think they're actually from Portland. They were like from somewhere on the outskirts of Portland. Like people okay. came in from all, all over. Okay. So it was this really, it was this big party. It was about 150 people. Oh, wow. Open yeah. bar? Uh, no, not open bar. So, of course, everybody hates me because it's drink ticketed. Oh, because they got to pay for yeah, the drinks. Yeah, and then when they have the drink tickets and then uh, after drink tickets, it's cash bar, which means everyone's just like... <laughs> Well, I only have two drink tickets. I'm like, why are you telling me that? <laughs> I don't care. The thing is, even when it's drink tickets, though, there's always people who aren't using their drink tickets, as you found out, you know, by stealing Brian Grant's drink tickets. By asking him to gift them to me, yes. That's what I meant. And so, so I mean, you, I did you actually could find some, somebody. I did actually help somebody out last night. There was a what nice, do you mean? There was a nice girl that was there, and like we were like chatting for a few. And she was like, oh, I forgot. I didn't bring any cash with me. Well, she brought, she had tipped me a couple bucks. Then she's okay. like, oh, I don't have any, like, enough cash to pay for another drink. And I was like, and I um, also, been, like, talked to this other couple who don't drink, and they had their tickets, and they was like, well, we're just going to hang on to these guys. I'm like, well, if you know them, I'm like, they're not drinking. And they have, like, four tickets between them. I'm like, you should just go over and talk. And she ended up going over and talking to them and getting, like, a, a couple of their tickets. Oh, that's cool. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're already paid for at that point. Yeah. So you might as well use them. Yeah, I mean you're just wasting them. And if you're yeah. if you happen to be a person who doesn't drink and you have those tickets at a party, that's the nice. You are thing. very popular. Oh, totally. Yeah, and that's a very nice thing. You had to give up your mm-hmm. tickets because if you're not using them, you're just yeah, going to waste. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was. Um, well, that's good. Yeah, it was fun. Everyone was. It, it was a really nice group of people. But then, um, but they were like also drinkers. So as the night was going on, like every like every woman in that entire place was drinking vodka. 
for some reason. That was just oh, vod- vodka crowd. If you're if you're a bartender, everyone knows this. Like every shift that you work, there is one drink that kind of stands out uh, amidst all the other drinks for that particular shift. Just for some day, someday you'll like work one time, and it'll like everyone will want like uh, um, rum and coke. Okay, I I want to ask you a couple questions about that. Do you yeah. think that's just because? There's a cup. One person started the trend, and then everybody's like, "Oh yeah, that looks good." Okay. I think there are. Or is multi- it because this is what that group drinks? I think there are multiple reasons, but it's weird because sometimes there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like somebody, but who's like in a totally different group who hasn't seen someone else order something, does that. But I think like for me last night, I made a lot of like um, um, vodka, orange juice, and cranberry. Like and so there were like a lot of people walking around with pink drinks. So I think that was it last night that everyone just wanted. Somebody the, saw the pink the drink, pink and then drink. they're like, "Oh, yeah. I want one of those. I want one of those. I want so one of those." So then just spreads, and then that's what you go through. Yeah, it went through like seven bottles of vodka for <laughs> like a hundred people. That's that's a lot yeah. of vodka. Yeah, that's a lot of vodka. I'm noticing something here in our live chat. Uh, Edward just said, "Sign up for it." I sign up for an extra guest just to get extra tickets. Smart. If you have the option to sign up for an extra guest, you'd be like, oh, they couldn't come. Oh, my guest but is uh, coming later. I'll just grab their tickets for yeah, now. Yeah, I'll grab their tickets for them. That is genius. Boom. That is as genius. long as you have a place where you can yeah. bring extra guests. Well, then my favorite part was after everybody um, drank all the vodka in the world, then <laughs> the, K- the KJ came out, and it was like like chopsticks back in its heyday. How much vodka do you keep on hand? Well, you have to... I mean, we they bring out more. I have a bar back, so like, they'll bring out... But, oh, so they have a huge storage of it at the... Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a whole, like, yeah, there's a liquor storage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Most people have that. Most bars have that. Okay. Most every place has that. Yeah. Uh, just asking. But it was um, it was just the most cliche, like, holiday party. Like, there were people, you know, walking around with, like, antler ears. It was kind of funny. Like, it looked like it was almost out of a movie. Okay. Antler and, ears. I mean, they were, like, like, and, like kooky sweaters. Kooky, yeah, and, like, kooky, like, Santa. I'm not Santa, but, like, holiday-themed outfits, you know, where, the, like, the the jo- the office jokester was wearing, like, a bright, like, glowing, like, glowing, I don't know, like, three-piece suit kind of thing. Oh. Yeah, with, like, Christmas lights on it and everything. It was adorable. Okay. And they were really nice, but... My favorite part of the entire night, I think, was this woman who was clearly the drunkest. Okay. There, and they were all um, they were all staying at a hotel that was attached to this place that we were working at last night. So okay. nobody was. So yeah, but that makes them drink even more. Exactly. That's why. That's yeah. why. Because nobody was driving. Like everyone was staying. They're just adults having their holiday party, doing their thing. And so there was this woman who was just over the course of the night was like. Like, nobody was falling over or throwing up or anything, but, I mean, they were having a good time. Yeah. And this one woman, I could just, like, she she was the one that I picked at the beginning of the night. I'm like, all right, that's, she's going to be one. And she was. So it got time for her to sing karaoke, and she was like, all my sigillies. Oh, no. Hey, all my at Rita. Oh, no. Rita. <laughs> Rita, this is for my single ladies. Oh, you no. know you are, girls. You know who you are. We don't need anybody. Am I right? Rita. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And then all of a sudden it's a bring. At first I was afraid. <laughs> I was petrified. <laughs> oh, my God. And they were just screaming. And it was the best. It's, they sang. <laughs> I will survive. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I thought it was going to be like all the single ladies or something. Yeah. No. And she, and she kept screaming for her friend Rita. Rita. <laughs> which I don't really know anybody named Rita. And it was just funny. So after. Did after, Rita ever show up? Yes. And then after the party, all, all the people I was working with, we just look at each other and be like, Rita. <laughs> 
That's awesome. It was pretty amazing. No, and they were, yeah, everyone was well behaved. Like they, were, they were done when they were supposed to be. It was just, it was very funny. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, Why was, I will survive. It was like super inclusive, so- too. Like everyone was being so nice to everybody. Like nobody was laughing at her. Like, yeah. Well, they probably know. Everyone was just having. They a know time. Barb. Yeah, you know they know what Barb's up it, to. But that was my favorite. She's like, "Where am I? This is from a single day." Where's the cigars? And just peppering in Rita. Rita. <laughs> <laughs> what did Rita do when she got up there? Oh, she just sang along with Rita. Was oh, a, Rita a was lady in. of few words. Yeah. So Rita just kind of like a... But very important. Like Barb was the one that was, you know, like <laughs> she had the microphone, <laughs> and Rita was kind of like the, you know, the quiet drunk friend who was just like in the background, like. <laughs> I do oh, get that's the best, awesome. I get the best seats from behind the bar. That is so great. Yeah. And it is fun. Like, karaoke is also fun to listen. I mean, sometimes it's terrible to listen to, but when you're standing there with nothing to do and listening to songs that you know, there's it's not so bad. I mean, that sounds like a pretty good group as far <laughs> as less drunk. Was there any crying? No, no crying. And everyone was super friendly and they were yeah, nice Yeah, they were having hers. a good time. Yeah, they were having a great time. Well, that's good. Yeah. Sounds like just a fun party. It event. was. It was good. Yeah, when the... Because um, I, I always like talk to the hosts and... Because I'll talk to them like right when they get there, and you know we'll talk about like if it's drink tickets or whatever, and then we'll leave at the end. And they said everyone had a good time, good group of people. So that was the first one, which means <laughs> this weekend is going to be a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. Do you know what your parties are? Yes. Anything you could tell us? No, I could. Well, I will tell you Monday. Okay. There's some. It, I'm working tomorrow. I'm working a like a 300 person. Oh wow! Party in like a giant ballroom open am, bar yes oh no I'm way open bar for that. 300 people yeah. how many bartenders do you have to have for that I don't know <laughs> I mean that's wow yeah I mean I can't even imagine how much money that would be to have an open bar for 300 people why do you think I work these shifts yeah, but that's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good for you. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, it's a it's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot, though. <laughs> Rita! Rita! <laughs> it was funny, because I thought that I was the only one, because I'm out there by myself a lot, because everyone else is running around, like, clearing dishes, doing things. You know, it's a big place that we're working in yesterday. And I didn't realize everyone else had also heard it until we were all, like, Rita! yelling Rita. Oh, that's so great. It's pretty amazing. I'm going to be yelling Rita now. I know. Uh, it was the best name to yell, too. I didn't realize how fun it would be to yell Rita. It's fun. I've never known Just a Rita. Just an imaginary Rita somewhere that needs to get up here right now. <laughs> Rita, get Rita! over here. Get over here right Somebody now, Somebody grab Rita. Rita. She needs to get up here. I see you, girl. I see Rita! you. Is Rita back there? <laughs> Check the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. They did have a wonderful time. I'm going to grab myself some coffee. This is my coffee. My coffee. Oh, hello, my friends. Oh, my throat kind of hurts from yelling Rita now. Sorry. <clears throat> what are you doing? Hello, my friends. Uh, hello. Hello. I hate What's going on over there? My throat hurts from yelling, doing that impression of Rita. Rita! Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is hello. Sarah. Just a second. I'm sorry. My phone was turned down. Hello? Excel funding, 866 
was that? Uh, Roger. Acrylic nail technician. No go. Sorry. You tried. Shall I try again? Yes, please. Thank you. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome, welcome to my glorious worlds of crazy. Crazy. All right. Uh, speaking of trolling, I have a good one for you, Greg, in my first story. It's about Burger King. Now, Burger King is trolling their competition right now by allowing... Their customers to purchase a Whopper for a penny as long as they start by trying to order it through a McDonald's app on their phone. So this is what happens. Wait, what? So this fa- so Burger King has made this um, this app that features the Whopper Detour promotion, which allows customers <laughs> using the Burger King app to purchase a Whopper for a penny, provided that they're ordering. Okay, so you don't have to go through the McDonald's app. You just have to be within the vicinity of 600 feet of a McDonald's. So you got to walk up to a McDonald's. So you have to be in within 600 feet of a McDonald's. You go onto the Whopper Detour app. You download it. You hit a button on there. It'll then reroute you to the nearest Burger King with a discount for you for a one-cent Whopper. (laughs) It seems... I mean, I appreciate trolling in that aspect. Like what Payless did, I think that's great. This just seems like kind of a pain in the ass. How does it seem like a pain in the ass? I mean, I guess usually they're really close to each other. I mean, everyone's a little low on funds uh, during the holiday no, season. No, I'm not disputing. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. That's, I think a Whopper's a dollar or something anyway, but no, still. No, it's not 1987 anymore. Do you know? I know because I actually got a Whopper. You do. You're a Burger I'm ashamed. King gal. I am a Burger King gal. I do like Oh, Whoppers are expensive. Yeah, they're like $5. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And if you want to add cheese on, cheese, they're like 17 $17 for a Whopper? With cheese. Okay. Yes. Um, so what I'm saying is- So that is a good deal. That is a good deal. So um, if they're you know trying to like have a kooky gimmick, blah, 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 whatever. If you have a phone, download their stupid Whopper Detour app. Go to a McDonald's parking lot, download it, check in, and then go get yourself a Penny Whopper. Or if you see someone hungry, maybe you can go there and get the Penny Whopper and give it to somebody That's who's in need. That's a good idea. That's a good way that you can help out and not have to, even if you don't have a lot of money, to help other people out. What's it called? It's called, uh, it's the Burger King app. Okay. So go Oh, and, get- and then you get the, and then you do the option. Yes. Of detour. Okay. All right. Cool. That's where I'll download you right now. What? I know what, sorry, we were talking earlier. Okay. Sorry. Real quick. So our, um, behind the scenes, we were talking earlier, I think, um, for the FBRSC, um, pre-show role. I was talking about my friend Brad, the car guy who drives around a lot of famous people in Portland. Mm-hmm. And last night he was driving around... Metallica. Yeah, Metallica was in town. Last he just night. told me what he has for you. What? Can I know? Yeah, I'll tell you. So I just wrote. He said, uh, "What are you going to be this afternoon?" I have something to give to Greg. I wrote, um, "I'm working this afternoon. Maybe tomorrow morning." He said, "Well, it's small." Lars gave me one of his Metallica Portland guitar picks that I thought Greg might like. Oh, that's awesome! Hell yeah! Why does Lars have guitar picks? That's a question that really doesn't need to be asked or answered. He's a drummer. Who are you playing guitar picks? 
Yes. Th- uh, yes. All right. I'll, I'll tell Brad that you're not interested. <laughs> Stop it. Um, why awesome. do I want a guitar pick from a drummer? No, I didn't say that. No, okay. I absolutely want it. Greg wants to know why a That's drummer really wants cool. to give him a guitar <laughs> Stop pick. Stop it. <laughs> that is really cool and very nice of Brad. Holy um, shit. He's awesome. We didn't have Brad back in on the show anyway at some point. after the show. That's really cool. Has he been here? Yes, he has. Here at one. I, I have to get back downtown. I know. I said at one. Well, that'll be fun well, for you. Like and then you can show minutes. it off on your show this afternoon. Mm, I mean, I don't know what I would say. Okay, also we need to take a break and take a look at this. Can we take a look at my Metallica guitar pick? All right, so anyway, uh, Burger King app, getting close to a McDonald's, you can get a free Whopper for yourself or someone else that you'd like to give a Whopper to. Next up. This is my dream scenario. You know how much I love going to thrift stores? Like, I always see these. I'm like, this someday this will happen to me. So this happened to a man in the Netherlands. He is enjoying an unexpected rush of wealth after a painting he bought for $85 at a thrift store. Has now sold at auction for $35,000. Damn. $85 is a lot at a thrift store. For thrift store art? You're thinking, like, thrift store, like, Goodwill. Like, there are also thrift stores that are, like, secondhand stores. Which thrift oh, kind of encompasses a lot of okay. different things. That's still a lot. Yeah. Well, he thought it was a pretty well, I mean, painting, and so did the person that paid $35,000 for it. So this guy um, saw the painting at a thrift store. He had a hunch that it was worth something, which I think is why he paid yeah. the $85, and took it to an art expert. Um, the art expert identified the piece as called A Sunny Day in the Dunes, painted by Johan Arts. The expert um, says that the pointillist work, which is a painting where the picture is formed by a series of dots, could prove oh. highly valuable. And in fact, he was correct when the painting sold for $35,000 at an auction. Damn. It was purchased by an anonymous Dutch collector. I'm an anonymous Dutch collector. What do you do for a living? I am an anonymous Dutch collector. I'm an anonymous Dutch collector. Anonymous Dutch collector. Wait, no, that was terrible. I'm not going to do any accents on that. What was that supposed to be? I don't know. I Sometimes I can do a Dutch accent, but not today. When on God's green earth can you ever do a Dutch accent? Do it. Uh, no, because I have to think about it for a little bit. All right, think. Remember I dated the Fortnite exchange girls? What, what does that have to do with it? I went to a them... prom or something with a Dutch girl. So you went to... A prom 40 years ago with a Dutch girl, and you think you 40 can... 40 years ago. Sorry, 30 years ago. No, there's a lot of Dutch families. I really would like to get away from the Dutch thing. Um, if we can move on from it. Out of Louisiana. I just thought the story was amusing. A man is accused of pointing a gun at a manager of a Popeye's in Louisiana during a dispute over condiments. <laughs> the... Wait, did uh, they put condiments on there and he didn't want them? Well, it's a dispute over condiments. Let's see. Let's let's figure out what was getting, um, let's figure out the bee in his bonnet. So, 59-year-old Earl Jethro of Marrero, Louisiana. Earl Jethro. Earl Jethro. Doesn't he sound... Earl T. Jethro. If the guy who's sitting on the porch, um, that big buck hunter where you, like, shoot the jugs during the bonus round had a name... Yeah. I think it would be Earl Jethro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, a real, that's a real. That's a real. Real two percent. One percent. Yeah, two percent maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. 
Um, if you ever play Big Buck Hunter and you see the old man in the rocking chair on the porch where you're trying to shoot jugs, I believe that man's name to be Earl Jethro. All right, Earl Jethro of Earl Louisiana Jethro. walked into a Popeye's uh, this past weekend, ordered a meal, and apparently took issue with the condiments provided by the employees. At some point, Jethro threw his chicken across the counter, pulled a pistol from his waistband, <laughs> pulled a pistol and pointed at the manager. Now, he didn't fire the weapon and nobody was hurt. Well, authorities say the deputies later found Earl Jethro at another restaurant, still yelling. Still mad about the condiments? They said he smelled of alcohol and was unsteady on his feet. You know, I've had a few drinks before, but never have I thought, I'm going to go get a gun and pull it on a fast food employee you over probably condiments. yelled at somebody about condiments though no i've never yelled at somebody i'll yell about somebody i won't do it to their face i will complain to no you end you are the biggest baby when it comes to like not getting your food correct what are you talking about about everything every time your food isn't precisely the way that you want it no i'm not a very specific person i just you're absolutely like specific condiments. you just the burrito place that we love yesterday accidentally comes. Messed up the burritos. You're like, and I will never go there again. And Greg came in and he was like slamming stuff around. Those are expensive burritos, which you got one of, by the way. I thought it was delicious. I was very grateful and I thanked you multiple times because you were terrifying. <laughs> I'm says, not that This particular. is why Greg should not carry a firearm. <laughs> what are you talking about, Mike? Yeah, it is. It's uh, Edward just says it's their job to get it right. I mean, I did ask. Like, no compliments. No, people are also human. And you don't respect robots, so I don't know where your allegiance lies. Uh, I like robots, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, I do not respect them like I respect a person. Mm-hmm. That's true. Whoa, <laughs> be careful! <sighs> All right, got a couple more stories, or do you have do you have something? Should I cut it short? No, I don't. Okay. I have two favorite headlines. This is the first of the two. People in Japan are going crazy for life-size huggy butt cushions. Life-size... Huggy butt cushions. What is a huggy butt cushion? Thank you for asking. In Japan, pillows have been known to come in all shapes and sizes. They've you know been like wife-shaped and boob-shaped. Oh, now, they're, into the they're making them butt-shaped. It's a bit of a surprise to find that the country's latest obsession is a huggy butt pillow. Although That's it isn't so a Japanese weird. invention, it uh, was designed by an American who was a fan of butts. This is what they claim. They came up with the idea. <laughs> well, I started off, for, I was a big fan of butts. For a life-size butt pillow. I thought, you know. He said he came up with the idea when he was missing his girlfriend one night and longed to place oh, his hand on her butt. That is so creepy. After a successful Kickstarter campaign yeah. for what is now known to be the buttress pillow, the buttress is now going to Japan... And apparently it's the pillow that Japan has been waiting for all its life. That's what Japan needed, huh? Yes. So the buttress pillow entered the Japanese market via crowdfunding campaign. Um, it made a ton of money. Let's see. So it was uh, only it only needed to make like a couple thousand dollars and made about 5000 over that. So they're putting the butt pillows into production in Japan. The pillow is made from natural latex, making it safe and long-lasting, while adding a realistic firmness to the product as well. I mean, come on. Well, if you do decide to order yourself a butt pillow, each one will be delivered in a box that includes one buttress pillow, a buttress pillow cover, a washable mini butt pillow key holder, and a butt logo sticker. 
Oh boy, this mini savings. butt pillow key holder. A washable mini butt pillow key holder. God. Why it needs to be washable? I do not know. Oh yeah. I've I went over to somebody's house and they had a butt pillow. I don't even know what I would. I'd just be like, why? Like out would in the open. Would you say something? Yeah. What if they didn't have it out in the open, but they like went into the room to grab something? And you saw the butt pillow laying. Well, in then the I'm bed. not going to say anything. But if they have it sitting on the couch and I go in and it's in the living room, yeah. Like, what is this? I guess I'm like not really that um, intimate with butts. I mean, I know some people are, and that's their thing. But I'm not like. I mean, I like a good huggy pillow, and if it's a good, comfortable, like huggy size, like I'll hug different things when I sleep because I like to hug something. Maybe it'll be a good huggy butt pillow. I don't know. Who's to say? What do you want to do with it? Hug it. Hug what? Butt. So that was my first favorite headline. People in Japan are going crazy for a life-size huggy butt pillow. Second one, and my last story of the day, reads as such. A landscaper smeared in maple syrup has been arrested after secretly recording his sticky sex romp with a fellow colleague. <laughs> Wait, what? A landscaper smeared in maple syrup has been arrested after secretly recording his sticky sex romp with a fellow colleague. Sticky sex romp. Well, a landscaper smeared himself in maple syrup <laughs> during a break while working in a Connecticut home to watch pornographic content and then secretly record himself having sex with a female co-worker as she joined in on the sticky situation now so wait so they're both working there they're both landscapers she consented to having syrup sex with him she did not consent to have like he was secretly videotaping the yeah, sticky that's syrup up. sex yeah that's yes. not cool but the sex was consensual the recording was not now where was this also, happening the syrup though was it was consensual. in the house thank you for asking so he was a landscaper working at a connecticut home um so this guy's name was Robert, Robert Somley. He was booked on a voyeurism charge after he refused to delete the video when his 48-year-old colleague learned they were being recorded during the syrup-covered sexcapade. I love all the <laughs> Where'd puns. they get all the syrup? Maple syrup's expensive. It sure is. Maybe on the East Coast. It's- was he just like, he just had it there? He's waiting for the opportunity to be like, hey, Tiffany, check it out. If two people are banging in loads of maple syrup, like, Clearly, they've done this before. Yeah, but bringing... And it's premeditated. Yes, if that's their jam, if that's their syrup, <laughs> then he probably brought it. Well, the ordeal unfolded after Somley, this is the gentleman, said he needed a break after working so hard at landscaping. While the two the were... shirts just get so tight on me right now. Well, the two were take it off. loading wood into a trailer. <laughs> don't, making a, don't make a loading wood There's, into her trailer. You just All did. Right. When he didn't return after 20 minutes, the unidentified woman went inside fill up your to look for him. While the woman soon found Somley inside the home, where she told police he was standing there, naked, watching porn on his laptop. The woman then asked Somley what he was Again, doing. Again, I'm sorry. I, 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 was, I was still concentrating on the syrup. You need to pay attention to I know, me I know talking. I do. I know I do. I'm, I'm paying attention to when you're talking. I'm just getting lost in the... All right. So Somley, Robert Somley... In the house. He's in the house. Yeah, so Robert Somley was booked after he refused to delete a video when... Um, no, where, though? Inside of a house that he was inside a landscaper the house. at. Inside that's what I wanted to clarify yes. again. Like, that part sucks. Yes, so he was inside somebody's house well, I mean, that he was landscaping. Sucks, yes. So this unfolded after Somley said he needed a break while the two were loading wood into a trailer. Yes. When he didn't return after 20 minutes, the unidentified woman went in to look for him. Uh, the woman found Somley inside of the house where she told police he was standing 
naked while watching porn on his laptop. The woman then asked Sumley what he was doing. <laughs> Isn't it pretty obvious what he's doing? And he replied that he needed to take care of himself sexually before returning to the job. While the woman shrugged him off and returned to shoving that wood into the trailer. But then she went back inside the home a short oh. time later and saw Somley smearing syrup all over his body, which she confessed turned her on. Wouldn't that be uncomfortable for the rest of the workday, though? you got to put your clothes back on over, over syrup? If you're smearing like you're your body in syrup, if you're comfortable enough to be masturbating and covering yourself in syrup in a stranger's home, I'm sure you're going to be taking a shower in their home, too. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah right. I don't really think there are like limitations at that point. All right. He's getting on the carpet. So she went back inside. So she's just like, oh, he's just in there all naked watching porn. What is he doing in there? Wait a minute. So I got to get back, back in there. And uh, So it wasn't him standing there nude watching the porn. It was the syrup that he was rubbing on his body, yeah. which she confessed turned her on. And she demanded to join in on the action. I demand to be Police a part says, of this. Ooh. I love whoever wrote this story. The couple then added on top of the maple syrup some blueberry jelly to the condiment coitus. Well, now, there's no condiment way... Condiment coitus. So she's saying she didn't know first. So he either brought his own maple syrup or he's pilfering the maple syrup of this house. I don't know if it was his maple like, syrup. Throw in the jam, too. Yeah. And so, they, so they're all covered in sexy time and syrup and jelly. Okay. Uh, so unbeknownst to the woman, Somley was taking video of the entire syrupy soiree. Soiree. Okay. I know that nobody should absolutely not be videotaped without their consent, but if he's in there doing his thing for like 20 minutes, she leaves her all, comes back, he's smearing himself with syrup, then she's like, hey, I want to bang you now. I mean, isn't she joining in on something that he's already doing? Doesn't that seem kind of, st- I mean, I know that he should not, like he should be, by the way. I'm well, also, did he post it? I think he, he didn't post it, he said he wouldn't delete it, which you should clearly be alerted to when you're being taped but also if you're just like jumping in you're like I couldn't resist well, you're covered in syrup yeah. and you're naked in an employer's living room yeah I mean it's it, a, it's, there's, there's some, two sides it's yeah. kind of a st- it's kind of a sticky situation yeah, Craig well once she realized that oh Okay. Um, so once she realized that he was recording the encounter the woman demanded that he deleted the sticky footage of their freaky food sex but he refused which made her call the police well, police later seized Somley's cell phone, which contained extensive video footage of the woman himself and their love nest. Wait, made of cell syrup phone and footage? Jelly. So he's sitting there holding the cell phone? I don't know if he like put it up in the corner or something. Oh, yeah. Um, so Somley was released after posting $50,000 uh, bond, couldn't be reached for comment. It is unclear if he is currently hired an attorney. I'd be interested to know. Well, I don't know. Ooh, am I really interested to know? What? If if somebody's like into syrup. Oh, I'm sure people are. Yeah. I don't need to know if you are. Never mind. You keep that to yourself. That's your own sexy syrup. Syrup is very expensive. That's your sexy, sticky secret. Why do you think I concentrated on syrup? Maybe that's why she wanted to jump him so much because she's like, holy Uh, shit, maple syrup is expensive and he can afford to cover himself in it? I mean, when's the opportunity going to arise, you know? That you're going to have that much maple syrup on hand? Yeah. You only live once. Cover yourself in maple syrup if you want to. Just make sure it's your own. Don't steal maple syrup. Don't, yes. And don't make sweet love to another in person. Some, in somebody's house. And syrup in somebody else's house and, and then videotape it, it yeah. without consent. Don't do that stuff. Don't do that. There you are, my friends. That's your world of crazy. 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 
World of Crazy. It's you know what's crazy, Sarah? World of Crazy. That was like a never-ending story. You know what's you know. crazy? The savings of whatever you're going to talk about? Not calling Black's Pest Services if you have a pest problem. That's crazy. Can I call you them about call you? You should call them absolutely. Let me delete that. God, I'm just killing it today. Black's Pest Services, <laughs> fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate them very much, and they are a wonderful group. I was just talking to Sarah from Black's Pest Services, and um, Derek from Black's Pest Services is going said- to come back out. Oh, yes. it's Sarah? It is Sarah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Sarah works in the office. When you call, that's who you talk to is Sarah. Okay, because I was like, I know, because you usually talk, like, bring up Derek's name. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm not there. Am I there? <laughs> is that where I am? I have yeah. a lot of jobs that I forget that I work there. Right. Uh, no, the, uh, you can call them. You'll talk to Sarah. And so Derek's going to be coming out to check on the traps at my house to see what's been going on. See if they're full of delicious rat treats. <laughs> I hope they're still full of delicious rat treats. If not, that's why they are there, though. Black's Pest Services can take care of any kind of pest problem that you have. And um, they're just, they're great. They're just really great. And we really appreciate their support. But seriously, give them a call to have them come out and just do an inspection of your place. I mean, if you have commercial property, definitely call them. But home property as well. Because they found problems that I did not know even existed. What is so funny is after um, when you've had those um, like the boxes that are used to trap critters that kind of like yeah. blend into like different scenery. Now you when see I was them everywhere. At my, when I was at my work yesterday, I, I see like I've always walked by them, and now I've noticed them. I'm like they're like if you walk by businesses or any yep. place, like you start to see them everywhere. They're yeah. just like a little like nondescript box just sitting there, but it's like doing its magic job. Right. I think. Uh, it's probably about time to have them back in again, too. We'll, we'll see about getting bring them back so. in to do talk about some more stuff because they are just great. Black's Pest Services, 503-723-7957 or blackspestservices.com. Send us an email, funemploymentradio gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I do not Boo. work for the Marriott, and I am not calling you to or try to get your credit card number. Or I am, and this is just my way of covering it up. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm past the close there, buddy. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow uh, live at 10.15 a.m. Pacific with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, Bye friends. Bye. Hey, Greg, since I don't have enough jobs, did I tell you I'm starting another job today? Sweet. <laughs>